Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Hey, Sus listeners, I do more than just talking on the mic. I actually sing into the mic. If you want to hear my brand new song called Girl Next Door, it's available everywhere. You know what? Let me play a little bit of that for you. I'm falling for the girl next door. Been through hell and back, that's why she don't get attached. I'm falling for the girl next door. I'm falling for the girl next door. Sounds fire, right? Right after this podcast, go stream Girl Next Door, available everywhere on every single platform where they stream music. Enjoy. Last night, Jake, I was doing some digging. You know, I don't know why it just came up into my mind, but I thought, started thinking of, like, old child actors. Like, what do you mean? Like, from Disney Channel? Yes, like, people we used to look up to. Like, think about That's So Raven. Oh, the best. Yes, right? Well, you know the actor Orlando Brown? Yeah, of course. Well, he was one of the main characters. It was Raven, him, and, and then the redhead girl. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. We forgot I, about her. I forgot her name. But look, <laughs> I, I started digging into what happened to him now, and, and dude... He went down the wrong path. Oh, he did some crazy things. <laughs> Look, we found he's a, he's an artist now, so he's got music out. He's a full blown rapper now. He's a rapper, and he also he, he made this really strange. Uh, he, he's kind of a sh- I don't want to call him a strange guy on a podcast, but he's kind of a strange guy. Yeah, he's a little sus. If you get my vibe. <laughs> I know in 2016 he got arrested for like substance abuse, which yep. means he has a drug problem. And from those videos that are on YouTube and on Instagram and all that stuff. They're pretty crazy. We can't even play those. A lot of them we can't play, and a lot of them are very dirty. Like, it, what we used to think as, like, our childhood heroes, this guy is not. Yeah, the things he <laughs> said that he did to Raven Simone, oh he has this God. thing that he goes, boom, chop, boop, up, bloop, bloop, boom, <laughs> shot. If you get what my tongue's doing, that's what he said he did to Raven. Yeah, but let's not get into let's that. Let's not get into that. That's We're trying to much. be family rated on this podcast. And and also, I saw on his Instagram that he is uh, recovering from the substances. He's not actually, he went to rehab and stuff. So good on him for that. We hope him the best, but man, he kind of went off the rails a little bit. Yeah, if you guys want to hear us talk about more people like this, maybe next week we'll do someone else, another show. Let us know. If you want us to talk about where are they now, we're going to try this as maybe a little segment. But look, I think our guest is here, so we got to get her introduced. So let's bring her in. Let's bring her in. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around the house. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Let's welcome in our guest. Today we have on a professional dancer, a pop star in the making, triple threat, Jordan Jones. Oh, that is an intro hey. right there. Welcome to Sus. How What's are you? Up? I'm great. How are you? It's good. It's good. I, I hear that you are having a podcast now on the Podcast One studio. That's awesome. Welcome. What's up? Yeah. I'm here. It's called What They Don't Tell You. Mm-hmm. And what is it about? Like, I'm so curious about that. Basically, I mean, you guys are going to see when you come on my podcast. Ooh. Yes, we're but doing But <laughs> I've just... And you guys, you guys have been in the industry so long that, and every time people are asking you, every time someone asks you for advice, and you kind of see the same things, yeah. you know? And it's like a more in depth, a more behind the scenes, a real true what they just don't tell you, how you can just help someone out in every aspect. And I just feel like I can just help so many people. And I really wanted to have like a basically advice based podcast. So that's, that's cool. what it's all about. That's, awesome. that's really dope. How, how long have you been in this business? Because I feel like I've known you in this business for a long time. But like, yeah. how long has it been? Um, 
So I started dancing when I was two. Two years old? Or like one and a half. Yeah, you were born in like 2000, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two years old, you were dancing already. So yeah. like, where did that love come from? Was it like a natural thing that was just in you or did you like... I don't even think I could talk back then. Like I was just walking around dancing. I had no idea what I was doing. I can't even remember back then at all like at all i just don't even know so my mom was a dancer her whole life so Uh. she just put me into the studio and put me into classes and i obviously loved it and kept doing it but then um so it it kind of like caught my mom's attention that i was like getting really good for my age so i started doing competitions conventions i started getting scholarships i started you know getting scouted by agencies so then i just started coming back and forth out to la being a professional dancer i thought that was what I was going to do for the rest of my life. And then I just kind of moved out to L.A. and my career has just, like, kind of... Blossomed from there? Blossomed from there, yeah. Wow. So And you grew up in Michigan, right? That's where yes. I found my information. See, I do look for information, Jake. Good, yes. for once. I, I I'm like, no, Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, <dang> <laughs> no, so, uh, and then I, I read that your mom actually bought you, like, a studio, basically. Yeah, my, my mom and dad basically took over the studio when I was... I think it was around Christmas time, and I thought it was like the best thing ever. I got a dog, and I got like the dance studio. So I, but, I used right, to get socks. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> same now nowadays. It's just like you know you're getting older. But um, I I basically also just got to stay at the studio longer. I got to get there earlier. I was just like more involved with it, and I think that's what made me really love it. But um, I feel like if if it wasn't for them like buying the studio, I wouldn't have had like the life in the dance studio that I did. Yeah. yeah so talking about social media, Instagram came out in 2010, which means you were 10 years old. Do you remember like wh- how old you were when you got on Instagram? Yeah, I got on Instagram a month after it came out. Wow. And I already had like a million followers by the time Instagram was out for a year. Really? Wow. So I was like one of the first people to have a million followers on Instagram. Yeah, so that was cool. But it was also because I was on Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. So it was kind of the very start of social media, the very first time I'm on TV. You know, the dance fans all um, know who I am because I'm on like, I'm involved with Abby. And it was just like, but yeah, I've been on Instagram since the very start. That's and kind of YouTube. Jeez. So wait, how did, how did you get on this show? How did that happen? Basically, posting YouTube videos um, and different. Uh, channels would post my dance videos and this one uh, page called Dancing with YT they posted it and people from the show the producers they found it they had a Skype interview with me I flew to New York or LA I can't even remember so long ago I flew somewhere and I like had a real audition and then I was just on the show wow yeah. So that's that's insane. So you come from like real, real dance backgrounds. How do you feel like seeing <laughs> some of these TikTok girls and stuff that really don't have like a background in dance like you that are blowing up on this app? Like I know you're really big on the app too. You almost have what, like 9 million followers something like that? Yeah. How do you feel like seeing some of these girls that don't have dance, you know, backgrounds really killing it with 30, <laughs> yeah. 40 million, you know? I mean, surprisingly, a lot of them do have dance backgrounds. It's just that they don't show their real Mm. talent. But, I mean, they can. Like, even my friend Lauren, Charlie, Addison, like, they all came from, like, cheerleading or dancing. Like, they were all all athletic. They were all dancing. But um, they just kind of – and I, I mean, I don't show my real potential on TikTok. You have to, like, really, like, go 10% on TikTok for it to, like, do good. It's so weird. Maybe that's my issue. I've been going full 100%. That is pro- honestly, that's probably the issue. Wow. Like you really need to just do the minimal 
minimal, like the absolute. So I'm doing minimal. right. I don't post. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just like a little, a little bit more, okay. and then you'll go viral. Oh, that's it. I'm gonna try it today. <laughs> but I, I mean, other than that, it's just uh, it's definitely crazy to see all these. Like, it's so crazy what can blow up on there because it's not even just dancing. It's cooking videos. It's everything. It's everything. And if you are just honestly constant on it, consistent, and you try all the trends and you're just on top of it it's like kind of a an instant no-brainer win. yeah do, do you do all those dance trends like i feel like if i could really yeah. dance like you could like i'd be hitting all of these four or five times a day <laughs> yeah i do i didn't really so basically when a song blows up and when a dance blows up when a trend blows up it's like very normal for people to do it over and over and over, which I never got. Yeah. I never got that people would continuously do the same dance. It's like, you already did it. What are you doing it right. for? But it's because like I had this one video blow up. It had like 60 million views. 60 million? And it was, yeah, it was the one that's like um, Travis Scott and I think like Rosalia or something. I okay. could be so wrong. It's like the, she got hips and one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that one just like blew up for me. And then I was like, well... It blew up. Let me do it again. And then it blew up again. Uh, so then, like, I'm just like, well, whatever. I'm just going to ride with these views, bro. And um, I just kept on posting it. So I feel like it's, yeah, it's just like you can k- continue to do something. Yeah, and I feel like that For You page is so crazy. I always mm-hmm. see those TikToks that are like, if you see this one before my other one, then you're in this type of yeah. category. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and if like- you, yeah, and if you think about it, like, with your YouTube, where you're posting one thing and it does good, you kind of continue that yeah. flow. And it's kind of like that with TikTok. It, say if you have one video that blows up where you're going 10% in this one dance and you do, like, one move that people love watching you do, it's like, if that's what they love, you got to keep doing it. Yeah. You can't just, like, change it up and then you get stuck with the algorithm because the For You page, like, won't push you anymore. Yeah. And then it's, like, it's the same thing with YouTube, kind of. It's weird. Like, they push weird things and then, like, they continue to push that. Right. So is the hack for TikTok to basically just... Do something that people like and then just keep doing it. That's basically yeah. what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just do something at 10% that yeah. they like and then keep going. Especially with these dances. Um, the same moves are in all these dances. Yeah. So it's you're kind of always just going to be getting views and going viral because that one move did good or that one song or all the stuff's kind of the same. It's yeah. like all the same. People just love watching it for some reason. It's like they just don't get enough of like the one booty pop move. You know? Right. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> Throwing it back. It's like, how many times can we watch this same movie? But, but people watch That's it. Crazy. It is so crazy. I mean, I am too. I'm on TikTok for like seven hours yesterday. Oh, I checked crazy. my screen time. I'm like, oh it's my so God. Crazy. I've been averaging eight hours and 25 minutes a day. Like oh, that, mine's like 10. Really? Yo, yeah. My wrist mine hurts. Was bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. My, it's like crazy with moms, especially because of quarantine. Moms have been on TikTok. Oh my God. Like, I've been seeing no weird other. things like teachers doing TikToks yeah. from Zoom and stuff. And I was yeah. like, this yeah. is weird. It's, it's the new thing. So let me ask you, I, I, like I was in this, the TikTok creator program and I actually left it because I've been, I, heard, I, I was like making no money from it first off. So it was like, what's the point? And I heard it was like capping like your, like your push because like now they're paid views rather than not paid views. Whoa. <laughs> so you don't know about that. I, I, I was seeing a lot of stuff like that. But so that I, makes It makes sense. sense, right? So I left it, but like, I, I don't have a TikTok as big as yours. Is TikTok like a thing that you could just do and like make money off of the views oh for sure so you so a person your size makes decent money on on tiktok oh for sure yeah i mean 
I was getting like $5 a day where it was just like not even worth the time. <laughs> it, it very much so varies, especially with your views. But that makes a lot of sense because I feel like I have been getting less views. But at the same time, some of them do right. go up. So it's like maybe my my minimum has gone down or like my – Like your average? My like – yeah, kind of average. But at the same time, like my lowest I used to get would be like $3 million, And now it's probably like $1 Oh, uh, I see. But then like they'll still go right. crazy. But like the thing is with that is that you can um, – you take your money out every 30 days. I don't even know how to take the money out. That's the issue. Like I got $100 <laughs> um, sitting in there that I'm like, I want that. I can 100. help you. I just Please. figured it out the other day because I was like – I saw the income plus or whatever, and I'm like, wait, what is that? And then it has like all this money in it. Oh, man. Yeah, and then I like take it out, and then, um, yeah, I can't even do it for like 30 days. I said, that's that's kind of cool though. Look, TikTok is like helping. I like Vine. I started on Vine, and they didn't have anything like this. Like I know Vine wishes they were yeah. something like TikTok <laughs> back in the day because yeah. TikTok's just doing everything right. Do you feel? Because I know you make music of your own as well. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like? Having this huge TikTok audience makes your music so much like not. I'm not saying easier because music's not easy to make, but like, do you feel like it's easier for you because you could easily make a dance? You're a dancer and a singer. You can make mm-hmm. a dance to your own song and mm-hmm. make it go big. Yeah, so I definitely can. I definitely could. Uh, my page has the potential to do it. I definitely do. But at the same time, I've like been really trying to focus away from the whole like. TikTok-er. I don't. Yeah, I don't want like a. TikTok, I don't want a TikTok song. I don't want a whatever. I'm looking for like longevity, like mm. legacy type stuff. So I'm really trying to not like I'll totally make a TikTok to my song, but I almost like steer clear of trying to make really? them like really blow up. Obviously, I, I want my songs right. to be successful, but I definitely am trying to not make them. I don't want it to be like, oh, have you heard that TikTok song? You yeah. know, I just yeah. want it to be like, have you heard this song? It's so sick. So I definitely like play my songs on TikTok, of course, but I definitely even don't even really dance to them. Interesting. Yeah. That's crazy because some people, you know, that's all they're trying to do is make a TikTok popular yeah. song. And you, on the other hand, with this huge TikTok audience yeah. is kind of doing the opposite. But hey, <laughs> yeah. good for you. <laughs> Like, maybe maybe by the time this thing comes out, I'm over here, like, pushing my freaking songs. But, <laughs> yeah, it makes zero sense. <laughs> but, at, but at this, yeah, it makes zero sense. Like, so before we um, leave the – oh, sorry. Before we leave this topic of TikTok, yeah. you, you probably saw the Ariana Grande what, thing. Yeah, and you want to know the funniest story about that real yeah, quick? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so um, I hear her, her thing on Zach's yeah. thing because I watched the whole entire interview before everyone was, like, posting about it. I feel like the media is always like two days late with everything. We, us, like in the industry, we need to get with these outlets and get them like quicker out right. because we know about everything. TikTok knows about everything before <laughs> I know. it's actually out. Anyways, so I see the whole interview and she's talking about it. And then two days later, I'm hanging out with a friend and we're trying to make a TikTok dance. And we're choreographing. We're at her house and um, we chose the song um, "Positions" by Ariana Grande. And she's like, oh, what I do usually is I go dance in public. Hopefully this is not what you're going to say. But <laughs> she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go like dance in public. Where should we go? And I was like, oh, like Santa Monica Pier would be awesome. And she's like, I mean, everyone's going to Saddle Ranch later. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's just go film it at Saddle Ranch. I did not even oh, think. Yeah. I did not even think about the whole interview. And so. So you proved it right. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. A, I've literally never gone to Saddle Ranch in my life other than one time for like 10 minutes, didn't even go inside. And this was pre-pandemic. And I I post the video. I post it to my Instagram story. I tag her. Oh, and then like two hours after I post it, I'm like, oh, did I just do that? <laughs> like I 
But kind of, you might not even be able to tell I'm at Saddle Ranch in the video. Because yeah. I didn't say, like, I'm at Saddle Ranch. Yeah. But people were like, people got it. Damn. Yeah. Did you feel like like she when she said what she said, like, she was coming after, not, I wouldn't say you personally, but, like, as a TikToker, were you offended by it? Because I know some people, like, Bryce was super offended and, like, went on yeah. an interview. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, hey, do your thing, man. Um, I, well, like I said, I'd literally never gone to Saddle Ranch. And I don't I don't know what it was, but after that interview, after I've heard it, after we're choosing places to go, we choose Saddle Ranch. Yeah. So, I mean, I was not offended because I have I didn't go there during, you know, the pandemic. Or, I mean, it's still going on. But, like, I didn't go there during – before she said that. Right. Or, yeah, I didn't go there when she <laughs> said it. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But now I'm like, holy crap, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But, um – yeah, I don't even like Saddle Ranch anyways. So it's canceled. Saddle Ranch is canceled. <laughs> Let's see if that'll trend, eh? Okay, so before you got into, like, music, like the music that you're making now, mm-hmm. I, I saw that you used to have some rap music up. Yep. You yeah. were a rapper. <laughs> and, like, some of them had a lot of views. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm talking, like, 50 million views. Yeah. Like, what, like do you still want to make rap, or was that just <laughs> something you were going through? Was it a phase? Or what? Mom, it was just a phase. <laughs> exactly. Um, all of my whole entire team, okay, except for my manager, but all of my team, all of my family members, all of my friends, they want me to rap, okay? And like I told you, I'm trying to, you know, steer away from that. And that's what I've literally been doing for five years is, like, not rapping. Clearly trying to not do that. Yeah. Because... I mean, it was also just like, you know, yo, you're mini Iggy, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm just trying to be my own person, so... Oh, you had a whole name for it? Yeah. What was it? No, like, everyone called me mini Iggy. Mini Iggy? Like, Iggy Azalea. Oh, my God, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, that happened, and so everyone wants me to, but I, like, I'm down to do, like, my own rap, uh... Uh, feature like right. on my own song, but I don't think that I will just go Full back. On rap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was definitely a vibe, but also it was back when I had like a squeaky voice. Like mm. I can't be like all nowadays. Like, <laughs> and when you're like little, and when I was doing it, I feel like I could just talk about whatever, and it was like fun for little girls to listen to. But like now that I'm older, you know, I would have to be talking about like. Real horrible, yeah. vulgar, like swearing every five yeah. seconds. So it's just like kind of like not the vibe. Respectable stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's like I can't be like, go to school, kids. Like, <laughs> like you know, I can't, I can't do it in like a, in like a way I want to do it. Yeah. So I can't do it. Do you ever look back at old videos like those? And you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I know for me at least, like some old videos that I made, I'm like, damn, I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have posted on the internet. Is there anything like that for you? <laughs> um, yeah, really funny. Like two days ago, my friends were watching my old videos, and they came across like really, really old videos. And yeah, uh, I definitely regret a lot of that. But at the same time, I thought I put them all on like. Private? Private, but they're not. Because uh, they found them, so I don't know what I did, but I need to, <laughs> that reminds me, I need to go back in there. But just for everyone, like, listening about the whole private videos, I do have, like, a vlog channel now that I'm going to be putting a playlist of those old videos from that channel, so that if they want to watch it, they can watch them, but they're, like, unlisted in this playlist okay. that I'll have. But, yeah, that makes so sense. I, like, deleted all my old stuff. It's just a music channel now. There's no more vlogs. There's no more... Vlogmas, the famous Jordan Jones Vlogmas, <laughs> but um, I'm going to be doing it on the vlog channel. Got it. So you really just switched the whole thing up 180 and you're just going full music now. That's the goal? Or is it... It's just that, like, I don't want it to be confusing. 
That's like the thing. Yeah. Like, I want them to go to my page and just see music and music videos and be like, oh, dope. And then I have a separate channel for my vlogs. It's just like mumble jumble. It was just not the look I wanted. So I, I fixed it and I still have them both, but they're just organized now. Maybe it was just an organization thing. You, you're you watching my channel, you see two music videos, and then you play it all the way. And then there's like a food video. And then there's like a, it's just everything. a seven, when I'm seven years old video. Right. Like it was just like. It didn't make sense, and I don't want people to be confused, so I wanted to make it easier for people. That makes sense. And and look, so you're you're really young, and you're in this industry. Do you feel like ever nervous that like you know you're gonna say too much or do something dumb? And because you're like very in the eye, you know, mm-hmm. like do you ever feel like you're gonna mess up? Because you're very public about everything. Yeah. Well, I feel like it has something to do with growing up dancing, and you know, always always being on time, always being professional. A lot of people who've come out here, they are, like, portraying someone that they're not. Right. And I'm not. Like, I'm completely myself. And that's what, like, helps me. Like, I'm I'm never scared of someone seeing something or, you know, I don't party. Like, I'm not seen at these, you know, things that everyone's at right now. Like, I, I basically just, like, have too much on the table to, tr- like – mess up everything yeah. you know what i'm saying because any anyone can be like canceled in the blink of an eye so right. i mean yeah that's pressure but at the same time like there's nothing that you know i i do or want to do or ever will do that i feel like can bring me to that yeah no for very, sure very very like all around answer i don't know yeah no that's good um have you been one of the people that have been getting paparazzi all the time because i know like tiktokers now are getting paparazzi yeah yeah, for sure. How has that been? What's weird is just like it's only West Hollywood. I don't know what is that it all is. What happens then? Like, oh, I can go, I can go to Toluca Lake. I can go here, but it's like they're at these places, like on standby at all times. Like, honestly, if you just look like a TikToker, they're gonna take pictures really? of you. Really? Good to know. Give us a location. Like you, both, you both, if you walked up to literally Saddle Ranch tonight. Dang. It's 100%. like that. So they're all waiting out there. It's not even. Oh, they're all waiting. So it's all these. Saddle t- Ranch. It's Boa Steakhouse. It's like Il Pasteo. It's like Earth Cafe sometimes. Wow. It's. But it's mainly like Boa and Saddle. Because they're so, like Sunset Boulevard. Easy to, you know, easy for people to get by quickly. So and it's TikTok- word of mouth. Yeah. These TikTokers are going out j- mm-hmm. knowing that the paparazzi are waiting for them just to get shots. Yeah. But it's also like it's the place to be, you know, right That's now. That's true. But. I swear the people at, like, valet or the people, like, right at the desks, I swear they tell people whose, like, reservations are where. Mm. So oh, that's, for sure. I think that that's what, what, how it happens. Right. Yeah, when, like, I was, when I was, like, 17, 18, I worked in Calabasas at Ralph's, and mm. a paparazzi guy gave me his cell phone number, and he's like, if any celebrity comes in, I'll pay you. So I would like text. I would text him and be like, "Yo, Justin Bieber's here." Or, Yo, shut yeah, up. I was that guy. Have you seen? Have you seen how many views these like the Hollywood Fix guy's getting? Like he's built like a yeah. multi-million dollar company in the past just quarantine. Yeah. by filming all the TikTokers. Yeah. Like, Wait, how much would you make? Not a lot. Like. Like fifty dollars and stuff. Oh my god, I was gonna say twenty would be a yeah. He was steal. Like, like, fifty it, bucks. Is I mean, it depends bucks. on the celebrity. If it was Justin Bieber, he'd give me like fifty bucks. If it was like <gasps> Kevin Federline, it'd be like five bucks. You know? I don't even know Kevin. <laughs> I think he was dated like Britney Spears. Oh, like, he's a dancer, maybe. Oh, I don't know. and you don't even. Know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, him. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, the name <laughs> of the game is Share Your Scare. Yes. Okay, so what is the scariest thing that has ever happened to you, Miss Jordan Jones? Happy's Ultimate Dance Competition. 
We stayed at the haunted Biltmore Hotel, downtown Ooh. Los Angeles. Okay. If you know anything about me, ghosts are the scariest thing to me. Now, 100% not. But back then, it was just the, it was the most terrifying thing. I could not see like a light twitch, nothing. I would, I would cry. It was the, it was just the worst thing. I don't know why. But, um, so we're filming the show. I have like the, like the sweet room and like everyone else is like in the same like row as me. So everyone could like constantly be talking. So it started out with, um, I never, I never thought anything of it. And we're like a month into the show now. And the, the girls are like, oh, we saw two girls. Like, um, you know, they're so pretty, blah, blah, blah. So I was not into this part, obviously, because if they're talking about stuff, like, I just want to focus on the show. Yeah. I don't want to deal with things. And so they start saying that they named these girls now. Now they, they call them Diamond and Pearl. So this is just, like, really long story. I'm sorry. No, go for but, it. We want to hear it. Yes. Okay. So... They start saying that Pearl and Diamond and that they, they don't want them to harm them. They they are so scared of them, but at the same time, they want to get along. So everyone makes up this song called Pearl and Diamond, Diamond Pearl, Come to Us But Don't Harm Us. So everyone sits at the elevator at, at the nighttime and they sing this freaking oh, song. Shit. And every time I'm hearing it. So ever since then, everything started going wrong. Okay, oh, So we would have stories of... And by the way, we're just teenagers, so I didn't trust anyone really at the same time because I just didn't want to. So, and I hadn't seen anything yet. Yeah. So, it's the next really scary thing was that at the lobby of the hotel, everyone would say that they, when they walked in, they saw this girl in this trench coat and this witch hat, like at the telephone booth talking. So, we have that now. And then when we're at, so it's like a, really old hotel where you have a round around around and then the top floor is the 11th floor and then if someone were to like fall off that top floor they would land on the third floor okay so it was like all around and then you have the top and bottom level so all of our rehearsals all of our time was spent at the 11th floor which was the top and you know we would all the moms would hear people talking in their ear behind them we'd hear we'd feel blowing on us still i haven't i haven't had anything so um, now everything crazy is happening and the final straw was I got kicked off the show this night mm -hmm. I swear they were waiting so that I would like be able to focus and have peace of mind this whole time so I'm cut off the show me and Asia are in my room which has a chandelier and all the stuff so final night packing up to leave the next morning and all of a sudden it's, it's completely silent all of a sudden we hear a party of 500 people right above me. We hear footsteps. We hear bowling balls, chandeliers shaking, okay? In our real eyes, okay? Like, this is 100% happening. This is not a dream. And I'm 13 at this time, okay? Uh -huh. She is, I think, 10. So I was basically, like, babysitting her because we were just in our room. You know, our moms are, like, downstairs or something. So we're calling our moms, screaming that they need to come up here, okay? And we're trying to get a hold of all the other girls. Like, no one's answering. Moms come upstairs, and they are just absolutely, like, totally frazzled so then we got freaked out because our moms were freaked out so then we we have the maintenance guy come up we're calling the hotel they're like there's no one staying above you there's no one staying above you there's no one sure. staying near you there's no one staying up two two levels above you we don't know what to tell you then the maintenance guy was like can i talk to you and your mom uh, my mom and asia's mom outside 
They go outside. They're out there for like an hour and a half hearing all the stories about the hotel while me and Asia are doing our research about the hotel. And guess what? <laughs> what? This uh, – we call, I think her name was Elizabeth or something. She had she had died. She had fallen from that 11th floor to the 3rd floor. That's why the 3rd floor is haunted. And I guess there was two other kids that also had passed away in the hotel. And then guess what? The trench coat girl, witch hat, at the telephone booth, I guess she's always there. And guess what? Around Christmas time, there's a little boy that walks around in a bow tie. And everyone, like, sees him. And this hotel is literally haunted. Like, oh, look man. it up. No, I it see it right this- here. It says that the Millennium Biltmore mm-hmm. is one of the Hollywood's most important and most haunted cultural landmarks. Yeah, like, I was freaking out. I need So we didn't even sleep there that night. We were supposed to leave the next morning. I said, uh-uh, I'm out. And then we were out. And I never, my oh, I went back there one time because it was just, like, nostalgic and it was during the day. And they had the best chocolate milk, so I went in there one day. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, like, talked to the maintenance guy again. He's still there. He's like, oh, yeah, I've seen it all, you know. It is insane. So everything that you said and, like, saw checked out to be, like, reoccurring yes, hauntings that were happening at the yeah. hotel. That's I guess, crazy. I guess, and my mom, she went back during Christmas time that, that year, and she saw, like, the boy in the bow tie, oh, and man. it is just, like, it is nutto. But now I'm not afraid of ghosts, I guess, really? so because that of that. Maybe that, like, helped you get over it, because you said that was your biggest fear at first. Dang. Now uh, it's earthquakes. Yeah, earthquakes, <laughs> that's, see, earthquakes are a whole different scare, you know, because it's just, like, you can't, you can't see them coming, you can't know they're coming, they just happen. I mean, that's yeah. kind of like a ghost, but. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. But to me, and maybe it also has something to do with my, my dad passing away, like, all of a sudden. So, like, I even was, was scared to go back to Michigan, because our house was old, and, you know, again, I was afraid of ghosts, so I didn't want to be there. Like, my mom would say that. There was, like, stories of, um, you know, tugging at her bed, and she would walk home, and candles would already be lit. And it was just, like, just not the vibe, that, and it, it was constantly scaring me. And so when my dad had passed away, and we were obviously, like, home in Michigan, it was the weirdest thing. I had never not felt safe there ever again. Like, I, I literally feel like that is, like, the safest Wow. The safest house ever. When I used to literally, like, not want to be there by, like, how many stories I've heard from my mom or my dad or whoever it was because of, like, how haunted it was. And now it's, like, it's completely, like, guarded. It's wow. the weirdest wow. thing. So, like, now I'm literally not afraid of ghosts because of that. Wow. And and I'm sorry to hear about your father. Did, yeah. did he pass away in the house? Yes. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Which would you think it would make me more scared? You yeah, know? but it's it's but not. It was more of like a comfort thing. Yeah, yeah, it's protecting. Yeah. Wow, that's actually like really a cute little story in a way. You know, yeah. If you look at it, like yeah. your head tilted and one yeah. ear open, like, yeah, yeah. it sounds kind of nice. No, like but, if if it feels yeah. safe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, definitely. I, I definitely think that's a, a thing. We've we've definitely seen our fair share of yeah. ghosts, and and we definitely think that. Uh, I feel like that's on the top of my list of like just like because we've had actual paranormal investigators like there's this show called ghost hunters and we had them on a previous podcast if you haven't listened to it check it out but um basically he said that he has seen like full-on apparitions that are they look like real humans standing in front of him he said one one time a ghost Mm. has slammed a door when this guy had his hand in the doorway and literally took off his fingers shut up ghosts can actually harm you and I never knew that. <laughs> You're going to scare her again. <laughs> I know, right? She's well, like, I yeah. got over that fear, but now I'm back. Yeah. I, don't, I can't remember what movie it was, but it's that it's this old movie where the oh, the ghost is like, the girl can see it and like hear stuff. And then, the I don't know, the boyfriend and the, the best friend, it has something to do with money. Mm. Is it that movie with Patrick Swayze, it's, Ghost? Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. I'm not sure. 
I think it is that. I think I remember his name. Like, yeah, it could be. No, that was a good. It's a classic movie. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I, ghosts are ghosts are on my top list now of scares. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. The next part of our podcast is a caller. We have a caller who's going to call in and share her scariest story. So uh, let's uh, roll that call. Hi, I'm Adia. Um, I'm from Florida. I want to say I was eight or nine, maybe. I went over to my mom's friend's house. Everyone was in the backyard, and I was in the house playing by myself as a kid, you know? And I hear someone open the first door into the hallway. And I heard someone walk in, but nobody walked in. And then I felt like someone was there with me. And like, out of nowhere in my mind, I just thought, I was like, oh, like an old man. Like an old man came to like my mind. I was like just sensing like I wasn't alone, even though I was. I knew something was like there with me in the room. So I walked over to my mom and I told her, I was like, um, I was in the room and there's an old man with me. She was like, what do you mean? There's, there was no one there with you. And I was like, I felt like there was someone there with me. I heard someone walk in. She calls her friend over and I tell her friend the story. And her friend and her, they both start bawling, crying. And I'm like, why are they crying? I find out that my mom's friend's dad died in the same room not even a week or two before that and i had no clue nope nope oh wow what is that thing called when uh that's magical at the same time it's scary and magical it is that thing like the reoccurring uh that they're talking about like a reoccurring haunting like maybe that was the dad he just said it died two weeks yeah but it could have been like the dad going back to his room like yeah like i'm thinking i'm thinking maybe it was the dad trying to like I don't. I always heard yeah. that activity is most like right after someone passes away. That's true. So, the one thing about that that I took away was how she said, "I don't feel like I'm alone." Yeah. So my mom um, and my little brother live at that house in Michigan now because my mom needs to take care of my brother, who my dad used to live with, and so she would. You know, my brother's a teenager; he's out all the time, and mom now, like, she always says she's not alone. She never feels alone. That's crazy. And then, like, the second thing about that is, um, like, there was a lot of, like, things that happened right after my dad passed away. And whenever we needed something or we needed a paper or a number or, you know, to know where something was, like, we were told. We were, like, handed and, like, guided to all these things. Like, we would have never, ever found this, like, one piece of paper. It's it's just, like, the craziest thing. But, like, we were – my mom was told where to go. Yeah, I totally believe in signs. Like, signs oh. are a big thing, especially you ask and it's given. Like, it's out there. I was actually looking at houses. I was going to, um, going to different open houses, mm-hmm. and we found this one house that I really liked. And I was considering getting it and stuff. But then my mom was like – because my mom's, like, very, like, psychic or whatever mm-hmm. in a way. Like, she feels energies and stuff. My mom, too. And she's like, I just don't feel right in this room. I don't feel right in this room. And I was like – like, I just jokingly, because I make, like, scary videos and stuff, yeah. I'm jokingly like, if there's a demon in here, show yourself, make yourself known. And then my mom opens a drawer, and literally, she said she felt like something went through her. Like, that was in this this room that she opened the door to, went through her, and she got super freaked out. She's like, I want to leave. I want to leave this house. The next day, uh, my realtor hit up the realtor that was selling the house and was like, what, is someone passed away there? And they're like, yeah, someone just passed away three months ago. 
in that house. So my mom already knew and felt the spirit before, and I was just like, Damn. Yeah, never mind. My mom, I don't think my mom could do that. <laughs> <laughs> but she definitely, like, if she's like, oh, I don't want you to stay out late tonight, you know, then I feel like she has, or it's just like a mom thing where she yeah, just wants intuition, me to be home. Yeah. But, um, you know, you never know. Something bad could happen. Never and I know. always listen to my mom. Yeah, and I turned down that property. I won't buy a haunted home. Hell no. Oh. No way, sorry. No way. But look, Jordan, do you have anything that you want to share that's coming up that maybe the listeners don't know of? Well, check out my podcast. It's new. It's fresh. It's fun. Um, And my Christmas song comes out on Black Friday. The video comes out two weeks after. Happy Christmas to everybody. And happy Hanukkah. Happy Christmas and Merry New Year's. And all the other holidays that come in between. Where can the people find you if they don't know you? Jordan Jones on everything. Look her up. Go stream JJ her songs. JJ Jordan Jones on Twitter, though. Oh, so Ooh. it's not everything. No, nope, not everything. <laughs> I, I need to hit up Mr. Twitter. Right, hit him up. Anyways, guys, that's it for this episode of Share Your Scare. Until next time, we'll see you guys later. Peace. Thanks for listening to Sus, Share Your Scare. Make sure to subscribe and check back every Wednesday for new episodes. And don't forget to tell your friends. Follow all of our social media links at shareyourscare.com. We're going to be doing tons of giveaways, but only for our most active fans. If you have a scare of your own that you want to share, leave us a voicemail. Our number is 626-275-8695. Or if you just want to shoot us an email, our email is shareyourscarepod at gmail.com. And that's spelled with a U-R. Until next Wednesday, stay sus. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Ready to get away from it all? Free yourself with Pluto TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No contracts, no subscriptions, no fees. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android or iPhone and start watching now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free.